Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but you can call me Rachel. This podcast is the place to learn about really feeling our emotions, mastering the mind, being aware of our energy, and tuning into our own body's intuition for the purpose of living in bliss, freedom, happiness, peace, and what I call our godly potential. I am thrilled that this episode is brought to you by the Rev with Rachel affiliate, Source Coke Meditation, something that's been very transformational and liberating for my own life. It's an online education and meditation practice for awakening and energizing your higher brain and expressing your most radiant, authentic self. You can go to the show notes for the link to sign up for a free enlightening webinar with the creator, Dr. Michael Cotton. And I would love to stay connected with you. If you want updates about Rev with Rachel and living a Rev life, please go to drrachelw.com, enter your name and email address, and I'll also send you my nine happiness and healing essentials, which talks about some of my favorite healing tools. And please like Rev Life on Facebook. Today's episode is called Choosing Happiness with Kim Yancey. Kim Yancey is co-founder, president, and chief marketing officer of eWomen Network, one of the most successful membership business networking communities for women entrepreneurs in North America with over 500,000 women connected to 118 chapters spread across the U.S. and Canada. He's also the co-founder of Live Happy LLC, a company that is leading a global movement to make our planet a happier place and for his efforts has been inducted into the Happiness Hall of Fame. He is recognized as one of North America's premier marketing and innovation thought leaders, and with a legacy of successful ventures, he brings a wealth of passion, creativity, and business savvy to his many interests and ventures. Kim is also a gold record-winning composer and producer. In the 70s and early 80s, he was signed to Capitol Records as the drummer and a singer with the legendary funk band Sun, which frequently appeared on Soul Train and in sold-out concerts throughout North and South America. He later parlayed his music skills into advertising and launched one of the top multicultural advertising agencies in the United States. Along the way, Kim wrote award-winning commercial jingles, receiving more than 200 awards for creative excellence. Kim is the creator and executive producer for The Glow Project, a powerful film that is heralded across North America as one of the most inspiring movies ever created for women, according to the Orlando Film Festival. He is equally committed to philanthropy. CNN recognized the eWomen Network Foundation, which he founded with his wife, Sandra, with an American Hero Award as a result of the humanitarian outreach and support the foundation provided in the wake of Hurricane Katrina. To date, the eWomen Network Foundation has awarded cash grants to 115 women's nonprofits and 167 scholarships to emerging female leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show, Kim. Hey, it is so great to be with you, Rachel. I love, I have to tell you, I I, I love what you're doing and, you, you know, your your approach. You have such a soothing, um, open and welcoming, you know, whole energy vibe to you that, uh, you know, just thrilled to, that you're, you know, doing this podcast. Thanks so, so much. Thank I appreciate that. 
You know, I, I love music and I love musicians. I, I think, you know, for people to be kind of channeling that kind of creativity and um, soul through their body and through their voice and all of that, you know, you must really kind of be in tune with your own emotions, I would think. Yeah, you, you know, music is, <clears throat> it's really interesting for me because I was, you know, one of those guys, you know, that early on I was um, really uh, drawn to the Beatles as so many countless millions of people were. Yeah. <laughs> back in the, you know, back in the day and Sly and the Family Stone. So, um, it, it, you know, I knew I wanted to be a part of it. I knew that what I saw those musicians doing, Rachel, was... Um, so inspiring inspiring to me. I just wanted to feel what it looked like just watching them on stage, you know? Uh So you're you're right. It's a special thing with music. Yeah, it is. And so tell me a little bit about why are you passionate about happiness or how did happiness become something you kind of wanted to speak about and be about in your own life? Well, you know, um, you know, growing up, I, you know, I, um, I lived in a family, there were four kids and my mother and father, uh, which that was the gift to have, you know, both of them. But it was, you know, I, I like to think that we were um, somewhere in the middle class, but I think, but I think, you know, we were closer to poverty, <laughs> now, you know, that I, that I reflect on how, t- how, how tough it was, but it didn't feel like it. There was such positive energy, uh-huh. uh, you know, in our household. And I think, you know, without thinking much about it, I just... I just, you know, I intuitively at a young age, you know, just knew that things were better when you were happier, you know, that, yeah. that, that when I, um, you know, approached my friendships and my relationships with openness, um, that things just seemed to get, to get better. You know, I, you know, so unconsciously, um, happiness, uh, was important to me, you know, without realizing, you know, that there was that there was actually a practice for it. There's actually, you know, there's positive <laughs> psychology in the industry where it's, you know, it's, you know, so grounded in science. I just know for myself that I just was drawn to people who had what I call that positive light, you know, that positive energy. They had a positive vibe or, you know, mm-hmm. I was drawn to people who smiled as right. opposed to those that, that didn't. And, and you know what, Rachel, uh, I had a paper route back then. Um, not, I don't think there's any, any such thing as that anymore, but you know, <laughs> I, I had a paper route growing up and I just remember the same thing with my customers. You know, I would notice um, the homes that I would go to that I look forward to going to and collecting because I'd have to collect my paper route money every Friday. Mm-hmm. And I would notice those places where, you know, they'd open the door and there was a big smile versus someone who was grumpy. Oh, yeah, of <laughs> course. I mean? Yeah. yeah. And rest assured, I like going to the happy houses versus the grumpy <laughs> houses. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it, it almost, it seems so common sense, but there is just a ton of research and things out there now. Um, but yeah, it's it's so true. I mean, I, I feel the same way. And I know for myself, I had times in my life where I was not happy. I was letting circumstances, you know, really drag me down and, so what would you kind of speak to around, you know, if someone's really struggling with happiness, like how, how do they shift that for themselves? Well, you know, happiness is a practice. I mean, it, you know, first there was a, you know, when I got into the happiness movement, I started doing my research, you know, I remember 
um, one of the, the happiness experts from the University of Pennsylvania, and we were just talking and having dinner, and he said, happiness isn't for sissies. Mm. And I was really struck by that, kind of stopped. <laughs> you know, happiness isn't for sissies. And his whole point is that happiness takes work. I mean, mm. it, it is, it, it really is a practice. It's like, it's like, um, you know, anything that you do that you want to be good at. If you, if you want to have a healthy rela- relationship with someone, you have to pour into that relationship emotionally. And, you know, there's a, there's a rule of thumb that Sandra and I, um, you know, we're celebrating over 40, well, 40 years together as a couple, 35 years married, but 40 years total yeah. time. And we practice this thing called the three T's. And the three T's are time, mm-hmm. touching, and talking. Oh, so yeah. in a relationship, if, if any, any part of your relationship is absent of those three T's, I promise you things are going to be off kilter. It could be with your kids. You're having some difficulty. You know, well, just look at it. Are you talking? Are you mm-hmm. touching each other? And touching touching it with your kids means a hug. You know, um, you're touching the heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, are you spending the time? So I promise you one of those things is absent. You take, you, you look at what's going on in your personal relationships or your business relationships. If one of those things is absent, it's not going to be as full as it possibly can be and, and, and create, create some issues. So, you know, the, um, you know, the, the key, you know, the key to this is, is understanding that it takes work. That this just doesn't happen to you. In fact, Rachel, I remember there was one year for um, New Year's Eve and I don't know what got into me, but I, you know, I wanted to plan some, you know, stupendous New Year's Eve bash. And so I contacted <laughs> a lot of my friends, friends and I and I at that time Sandra and I were living in Dayton Ohio and um, I live in Dallas today but we were living in Dayton Ohio and I uh, had an advertising agency and I remember contacting some of my best friends and saying hey listen I'm planning a real shindig I found out about this hotel it's got this incredible band you know want to join Sandra and I and come to this incredible party and everybody was saying yes all of a sudden I've got like you know 12 to 15 people all joining us at this hotel they're all staying, staying overnight, you know, for this mm-hmm. big party. And you know what, Rachel? It was the most disappointing New Year's Eve I've ever had. Oh, no. No, no. But listen, here's the thing. And it was all 100% my, my view and my, um, uh, my vision of what that night was going to be. There was nothing wrong. Nobody did anything wrong. The band was great. Yeah. <laughs> But I had set such high expectations around what an outrageous mm-hmm. Year's Eve was that n- nothing lived up to it. I mean, I like, <laughs> oh. now, so what did I do to correct that for the future? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, first of all, I, deci- I, I decided, you know what? I'm going to just enjoy the moment, enjoy what I'm doing, and I, I'm not going to set these incredible expectations. Now, when I say I had some big expectations, you might be thinking, well, what were your expectations? Actually, they were just, they, 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 they weren't even well-formed. It was just mm-hmm. that, it's just that the music was going to be the best I've ever heard. Is that the dancing was going to be the best that I've ever done. I mean, I just <laughs> had some unreal expectations of what I thought that night would be. Mm-hmm. When I subsequent, subsequently dropped those expectations, I've had nothing but fantastic New Year's Eves. Uh, in fact, some of my, my, my most favorite New Year's Eves is when Sandra and I are at home, the kids are out there doing some things. 
or they stop over for a little bit. And we have some hors d'oeuvres and she and I experiment with some different cooking things in the kitchen. And we turn on TV and we watch what's going on in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> comfortable. We got a fire going. We got some great food and some, some nice spirits to drink. That's some of, some of my most enjoyable fun time ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> and it wasn't, there was no big plan. It just unfolded for us. You, you see what I mean? Oh, totally. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I've had the same experience with New Year's Eve when I was younger. And now what I cherish most is an evening with my family and the yes. kids are, you know, they're not up that late and they're tucked into bed and, <laughs> and my husband are hanging out. And yeah, I hear you totally. And, and, and you know, Sandra and I, we, we'll get tired and we'll say, well, it's, it's 11 o'clock. How about a nice big kiss and let's call it a night. <laughs> <laughs> Great being in a relationship where you're you're so comfortable and and you can both laugh at it, right? You can both yeah. laugh, at it, you know. And was it let's go and get a good night's sleep and wake up and go have breakfast and you know yeah, I'm just wake saying. up feeling good and well rested. Exactly. <laughs> With, without you know what, Rachel, there are so many people, and I and I throw myself into this early on in, in my what I call my immature years. <laughs> so and it's really just out of my awareness, and I think so many people fall into this is that it's all about the other person doing something to make you happy. You right. know, it's all yeah. about, well, you, if you would do this, well, if you had done that, or it's always about pointing your finger at someone else. And, and you, you know, you've heard the old adage, right? Whenever, anytime you point at anybody, there, there are, you know, three more pointing back, back at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, and so what, what I have learned is, you know, stop waiting for the other person to go first. You be first. You know, yeah. stop waiting for them to do the special thing. You do the special thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And I think I think I think I think that that happiness is is a is all the it's it's a ton of what I call just little slight edges, little things that compounded over time change everything. Just absolutely change everything. Mm-hmm. But it, but you have to know, and I think it's important for the people, you know, listening to this, is that happiness is a practice. Happiness is something that you develop and you cultivate, you know? Mm-hmm. And in fact, you know, the, uh, what I love about the science around happiness is that, um, and these are things that most people not, might not be aware of, about, about the impact of, science, of happiness, because it's not just a, a foo-foo thing. And I know your right. listeners are in a different place. Your listeners have a more heightened sense of, you know, of, of all of this, but, mm-hmm. but they might not know that Happiness brings on a 20, 23% reduction in stress. If you're a happier person, is 39% has 39% better health. A happy person has 31% more productivity. Mm, so, yeah. uh, 34% uh, uh, positive social interaction. So it's increased by over 34% your interaction socially. 23% more energy. Three times the creativity of the negative person or the yeah. person who's not practicing happiness. And when it comes to like selling, 37% increase in sales. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's what it attracts into you. I mean, this is, I mean, being happy is smart for your life. It's smart for your business. It's smart for um, your leisure time. I mean, mm-hmm. it, 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 making the choice to be happy is a big deal. It is. That is so true. You know, I, I think at one point in my life, in, in my early 20s, it would have bothered me if someone said, oh, we'll just choose happiness, <laughs> Right. you know, yes. and, you know, I mean, I've grown into like, that's so important. I mean, it, 
science tells us that it is a practice like you're speaking to our neural pathways change as we practice um, our emotions and we practice what we want to be telling ourselves and our beliefs and all of that is, is what gets wired into us and we can change it like our brain changes at every age. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I also think it's important that we be more self-compassionate with ourselves. You know, look, look, here's the thing is I don't, the people, I'll run into people and they, and they think, you know, that I'm happy all the time. And I'm like, of course I'm not. Mm. You know, our, our brains have a negative bias. I mean, it is so easy to naturally go towards the negative. It's so easy to go through, oh, what did they do? Oh, what happened there? You know, mm-hmm. so, so I, I have to work on it. But I mean, you know, I have my share of down days too. So happiness doesn't mean you're not going to have a bad day. Mm-hmm. What it does is it just, it just helps you to rebound quicker. It just helps you to, you know, it's just, it's just it, those times when you really feel like you're being beaten down, the world is beating down on you, things aren't going right for you. Um, you know, first, I think, okay, acknowledge, I mean, th- these feelings are real. Don't, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not one of these, I'm just going to gloss over them. I'm having those feelings. So feel the feelings. And what I do, but what I do those, I start to go into a different area of saying to myself, you know, Kim, you're doing the best you can. You're doing mm-hmm. right now in this moment, you're doing the best you can lighten up, <laughs> you know, and I, and 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 and, and now I'll tell myself that, and mm-hmm. you know maybe I'll do a different drive, turn off the news, turn on some smooth jazz, or or turn on the comedy channel, you know, um, I'll get out. You know, one of the biggest things a person can do for themselves is get some fresh air and get some exercise. I mean, you know, Harvard did a study, and what they determined is, um, you know, that when you avoid exercise, I mean, when they're giving you antidepressants exercise can counteract all that negativity and that depression just by getting out and being proactive and exercising, taking a walk, a bike ride. So in other words, in other words, what I'm saying is uh, exercise is, is, is the equivalent of taking two antidepressants in terms of its effect, in terms of its positive effect of helping you feel better and shifting your mood. Mm-hmm. You know, so exercise is a huge part of this. I know that the, the, the um, uh, Dr. Drew Ramsey, who is a psychiatrist uh, out of New York, I love what he says too. That you know, y- you think about you know all the pills and things like that that we take, but the fact of the matter is, the greatest pharmacy in the world is your garden. It's the greatest pharmacy in the world. I mean, you you can eat the things that actually bring you down. You can eat stuff that people don't even realize is affecting their mood, affecting their disposition. That's bringing on depression and sadness. You know, I mean, there, there's a lot in this once you once you really delve into the things that help you create positivity within your, with not only within your 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 mental being, but the you, you, the physical side of you and the and, right. uh, and the whole way your operating system operates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. I don't know if you know, I have my PhD in exercise physiology. And yes. so, yeah, I'm all about movement and moving, you know, our bodies in our own unique way, like dance, you know, that's what I did this morning for my movement. I turned on some music, went in the basement and I dance and I combine that with some old group fitness moves because I used to teach group fitness, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, and like, I mean, it doesn't have to be expensive. It, we don't have to have an expensive gym membership. We can get outside for walks. Like it's so nourishing to to be getting outside and fresh air and yeah you know noticing nature without the blaring music or yeah I love that 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. And what do you feel? I mean, like 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 I said, you you can teach me. So, the um, the what you get out of that is just tremendous, right? Mm-hmm. And, and how it affects you. It's, it's just it's a part of who you are. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Very true. So, any other thoughts on happiness or choosing happiness? Well, I think, you know, listen, I, I think it's very important that people know that, you know, pain is inevitable. Okay. I mean, it's, I, you're not going to get out of this world escaping pain. All right. Mm-hmm. But misery is optional. <laughs> okay. <Yep. laughs> pain is inevitable. Misery, misery is, is, is optional. I mean, yeah. you can decide, you can say, I've, I, I've been dealt, you know, a, a bad hand here, or I'm going through a divorce, or my relationship isn't what it, what it, what I'd like it to be. And, all those things. Well, you, you know, is taking control of your choices and realizing, you know what, you know, I have an option here. I, you know, there, there's so much here that I can, that I have control of. I mean, I, I control the way that I, I approach this. I control the way that uh, I determine how I'm going to respond to this situation, but there are things, there are things that you can do. And um, so, so, so I, I, I would say, you know, really look at what brings meaning to your life. I mean, just what really matters. I've come to believe and I've, I've to really understand that um, having gratitude and giving back to others mm-hmm. uh, has been the key for me. I mean, you know, how I serve others. I mean, eWomen Network to me is a serving platform. I mean, I know that every single day and the same thing with our employees here that I, I, I come into our office that, I'm doing something to elevate the success of other people, to help other people, to bring them new ideas. You know, that everything that I do that I'm involved in, it, it has a positive impact on others. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that really gives me immense and deep joy, knowing that that's what I'm doing. I think, I think it's important for everybody to find their purpose. And I think, if, you know, when they're struggling with that, if they're all, what they're finding is that, you know, they are just going at everything just for the money that you'll never, the money will never satisfy you. I, mm-hmm. I mean, there's been all kinds of studies on this that, you know, after $75,000, $80,000 annual income, I'm just saying that, that what they have found is the person who's doing $75,000 a year and the person that's doing millions a year, that, that the happiness that they feel is about the same. Mm-hmm. You know, people think that more money is going to do, is going to do it for them, but what they discover is that it doesn't. They think that the bigger house or the cooler car is going to do it for them, but it it really doesn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean when they're when you're really when they when you're really honest about it and truthful about what's happening in your life, what really makes the difference are those relationships, having gratitude, um, you know, pos- you know those positive relationships, doing stuff that's meaningful. You know, so you really, I, I really call it, uh, you know, um, positive hygiene is how I look at it. I just mm-hmm. kind of look at the things that um, allow me to, to, to just like you're brushing your teeth. It's like, what, you know, my positive hygiene. So let me, let me give you an example of that. So, you know, this is, this is all based on science and research. But every day, you know, wake up. If you want to try something very cool for 30, I mean, for 21 days uh, to, to develop a habit is wake up and say to yourself three things that you're grateful for. You know, just three things that you're grateful for, whether it be the, the beautiful sun or the, the crispness of the temperature outside or, mm-hmm. you know, the smile in your kid's eyes or, you know, whatever it is. But three things you're grateful for, three new things each day for 21 days. Um, think of one meaningful thing that happened to you each day. 
but more importantly, with your journal, just write down the one meaningful thing that might have happened to you, uh, to you that day. Whether it's the mm -hmm. clerk at the store, it's just something nice about your lipstick color or whatever it might be. But, you know, um, write a um, write an email, you know, praising someone that you know or a phone call or a fax. Just, just you know, I, I have my mother, I, I took a, a little piece of a Stevie Wonder song um, where... That, that song where he says, I just called to say that I love oh, you. Yeah. So, so I called my mom one time and, and I, I, she, she, she just, she just loved this, but just tickled her death. And I said, Hey mom, I said, listen, I had a very special reason to call you today. And I wanted to make sure you have a minute. And she goes, yes, yes. What is it? And I said, mama, I just called to tell you, I love you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know she just laughed love it. You know, That's it's like awesome. that says, I just called to say, I love you, mom. I just want you, you know, Aww. and uh, you know, that means so much to our, our, our parents. And yeah. Everyone. But, but anyway, just uh, to, to be able to call someone and, and to praise someone or, or a friend or someone, just, just to let them know that you, you, you thought about that fun time that we had, you know, a couple of years ago. What if the case may be, but think of, you know, uh, so, some people that you can send a note to, just, just to acknowledge them. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you something, Rachel. When I want to get an email opened, uh, one of the things I do at eWomen Network is I do, uh, I'm involved a lot in our sponsorship relationships with companies like American Express and Dell Computers and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And when I'm cultivating those relationships, I do a lot of research before I reach out. But I mean, this is a tip that I can give you, but I mean, unequivocally, nothing works better than the same something positive in the subject line of the person you're trying to reach out to. So if I'm reaching out to someone and I might say something like incredible story about Dell, very impressive. I'm just saying maybe there's something yeah. I read, Yeah. you know, and I'll say very impressive or uh, it's uh, awesome what um, American Express is doing to help women entrepreneurs, you know, uh, read, you know, in other words, cool. my subject line uh, I always love using subject lines that are very positive or complimentary or delivering some kind of compliment. And I'm telling you, those are the ones that are read. Those are the ones that are, you can, if I send you an email and I put in here, Dr. Rachel, you are a joy, incredible. I, I'm just saying, you know, I'm going to open way, that. <laughs> yeah, you're going to open it. And by the way, this isn't a tactic. I don't want you to read this. It's like, right. oh, this is my tactic. No, no. It's a I'm practice. Saying, yeah, you're pouring positivity. Yeah, I'm choosing positivity. I'm choosing something. It. And here's the thing is, people don't get those kind of emails. They don't get the ones with a the compliment. They don't get that right up. Either someone's trying to sell you something or whatever, or, you know, so you, you, you get the idea. So anyway, yeah. raising someone. Uh, I think exercise is just invaluable. I try to get it in every day. I don't do it every day. But I try to get in every day, but I go to a gym and I work out three times or so a week, mm -hmm. uh, take the steps, you know, but I think when it comes to creating optimism, I mean, exercise is incredible. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I struggle with, you don't, your group does it, but I struggle with meditation and that's just me. My mind just goes. And so the way, the way I counteract that, you know, I, I, uh, uh, I do a lot where I get in my car and I'll drive a different way home or whatever the case may be. And I'll turn off all the music and I'll just, I'm paying attention to the road, mm -hmm. but, but, but I'm, I'm just alone with my thoughts and I'm just paying attention to how I'm breathing and what's going on with me. Mm -hmm. uh, 
So I find different ways for, medit- for meditative kind of activities to work for me, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and so, you know, so, so these are kind of the, some of the things. I, I would tell you the other thing that, that uh, my father taught me was uh, he taught me a really powerful lesson, lesson about giving. And what I've, what, what I've come to realize is that giving is so powerful when you, when you give to someone, and not only whether it be some money that you give them, but, you know, help or, or, or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. But what I realized is that an interesting phenomenon takes place. If I give to you, you know, you, you appreciate it and you're like, oh, that was very nice. And, and, and so you have appreciation towards that. But something happens special to me as the giver. If I, when I give to you, two things happen. Not only do I get the satisfaction of knowing that you were pleased with what I did to help you, mm-hmm. but the second thing I get is the internal spiritual, um, uh, deep, good feelings that I'm a good human being, that, mm-hmm. that I'm a good person. Yeah, and, thinking of and, others instead yeah. of yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know, like uh, to me, the giver always gets it twice. You know, they get the mm-hmm. satisfaction of giving to you and they get the satisfaction of what that did for their internal constitution as a human being that you did something really nice. So it's a it's almost like your own internal smile, you know, mm-hmm. smiling back at you because you did something really nice. So you get it twice. Yeah. Oh, that's powerful. Yeah. I mean, you've given us so many good nuggets. I've loved it. I've, I'm going to have to listen to it again for sure. <laughs> Some of those. Um so, you know, what would be the best way? I know you shared a lot of goodness, and I've always enjoyed seeing you speaking at the eWomen conferences. I've been to those uh, four times, the annual conference. That's great. And so it's been so nice to connect with you today and get to know you better. You know, you're speaking more life stuff in this moment, and so I have, I have an appreciation for that. Um, but what would be the best way for the listeners to connect with you and eWomen and, you know, to learn more about how they can, you know, grow themselves and their, their businesses through eWomen Network? Well, no question, just go to eWomenNetwork.com and plug yeah. into what's going on there. Also, my Facebook page, you know, uh, Kim Yancey. Okay. Yeah, you know, and, and find me on Facebook. I don't, I don't do a ton of, ton of posting, but, I, but, but I'm there. You know, I go there and I, I put different things and private message me there. Um, you know, you can also find me, Kim, at eWomenNetwork.com. That's my email address, Kim, K-Y-M, at eWomenNetwork.com. Um, you know, I think, too, one of the things that I really enjoy, you know, I had an advertising agency for 15 years back in Ohio. We did a lot of tremendous work. And so at eWomen Network, we, um, I'm heading up a, a division, a new division at eWomen Network called Celebrity Science. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of fun for me. And, you know, I want to I encourage any of you that are, um, it's, it's really important, especially today, today, more than any other time in our lifetime, that personal branding and is so, so essential. I mean, you can't, you, you can't get, you know, I mean, it exists everywhere. You can't get away from it. In fact, I had someone tell me, you know, I, I, I don't have a brand. I, it's something I really need to work on. I said, well, actually you do have a brand. You, your brand is, I don't have a brand. In other words, that is your brand. <laughs> The fact that you don't have a brand is your brand. Yeah. And, and it's, it's at work. It's working for you or against you all the time. So 
and I and we did that because of so many people were trying to do speaker demos and, mm-hmm. and and didn't know the right way to market and promote themselves. So we so it, there's a really cool video at celebritiescience.com that um, people would find really enlightening. And then the other thing I get to tell you, if you want to have some fun and if you like funk music, <laughs> I, you know, um, go to YouTube and all you got <laughs> is do a search for sun and that's the sun in the sky, right? So uh-huh. sun uh, on Soul Train. Because we yeah. were on Soul Train several times. But what happens when you put Sun on Soul Train, it kind of aggregates all a lot of our music and videos and all that kind of stuff. But you'll see, you'll see a guy that looks looks well, actually it doesn't resemble me <laughs> much, much anymore. That's as the that's, <laughs> no. if you were to see me and then you go look at some of those videos, you'd say, Where is he? Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, he's the drummer, okay? He's, he's, he's the drummer. That out. <laughs> and he might have a mustache or a goatee. <laughs> cool. But you'll see some of our some of our music. So, um, and that's, well, you've done some very cool things. I love it. But yeah, yeah. Celebrity science is um, through eWomen. People have the opportunity to work one on one with you, right? And yes, create yes. their branding and videos and website and all of that. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. That's just a lot. You know what? It's a lot of joy for me. It's just it's really a lot of fun just helping someone because you know. None of us can be our own, you know, what I call trial judge and jury of ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it, it's, it's a really a great thing. I spent years working with companies and to make that shift to the individual has been incredibly um, satisfying for me. Cool. A lot of fun. Well, thank you so much, Kim. I appreciate you being on today. Oh, you, it's wonderful. So, you know, happy to do it. So happy to do it. Awesome. Thanks. Hey, Rev with Rachel listeners, if you haven't already done so, please hit the subscribe button so you get all of the latest episodes. And if you're ready to dive deeper into your freedom and radiant expression, you can get my book, Radiantly Free, Recreating Life and Health from the Radiance of You on Amazon. And I also have an app that will support you on your journey to inner healing and radiance. It's free to download and you can subscribe for more features, including my daily recreators, power words for retraining your mind, and get special push notifications from me with quotes and other messages for your healing journey. For the links to download and subscribe, go to rachelapp.com. With that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. EWN Podcast Network.